You are now listening to Wave Sound. Welcome to another members only presentation of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. And today we have Julius in the building. Hello, what's up, brother. What's up? What's up? How, How you doing? doing? I'm good. Just let the people know who you are. Uh, it's funny, <laughs> Julius here. Um, everything extraordinary uh, from, you know, from writing to being a funny guy to being a serious guy to being the guy in front and behind the camera and all that and more welcome brother appreciate you coming on the podcast um i want to get into your career because i've been following you for some time now the first time i came across your work is while you were doing work with dinnerland um i have some other friends who are a part of that collective as well and you know that that uh that collective was really dope and um i've seen a lot of people go and do really great things from there. So I kind of want to just talk about uh, your experience leading up to that point and, mm -hmm. um, you know, early, early Julius. Oh, man. Where do I start? <laughs> um, I don't know. You tell me. Shit. All right. Well, <laughs> of course, I went to, you know, college at, at Shaw University. At Shaw University, first in the South um i was homecoming king there and that's what i got you know did my that's when i first got into my craft i shot my first music video down there uh, i didn't know mm -hmm. what the hell i was doing but i did it mm -hmm. um and also like you know created content um i did i did create content uh i didn't even know it was called content you know back mm -hmm. then um then i had recorded a tornado mm -hmm. uh, I, it made me some good money um I went viral. I think that was my first, yeah, that was my first time going viral. When you say you um, recorded a tornado, you mean like you filmed it and sold it? Yeah, I filmed it, sold okay. it. Um, okay, money. Okay, money. I see why storm chasers definitely do it, though. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, some good money. Um, with that money, I bought my first uh, DSLR camera. And awesome. after that, I, you know, just started shooting music videos for people, doing mm -hmm. free photography for people when I came back to uh, New York City. Um, yeah, uh, I latched on to this guy, um, Brett Cartier. Mm -hmm. He was a rapper. Uh, that's like my, that's you know my best friend, and we were just working together. He was a rapper. I was a director, film director, and I would just shoot music videos for him, and everybody would see him and everybody would like him. And then um, I really latched on. Uh, well, I guess he latched on to us, Wordsmith. Um, he's a, a, a rapper turned battle rapper. He still raps, but he's like a battle rapper now. Right. So it was like he he introduced me to a whole nother level of connections, which I will never, ever forget. So I'm like very, 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 very uh, happy about that. Those were my early days. Uh, nowadays, you know, I just create what people would like uh, and what people, what I think people need, need to see. And uh, I'm... I'm slightly heavy on representation, so you know mm -hmm. that's where my work is coming 
I say I want to say that's where my work is going. That's mm-hmm. where my, yeah, that's where my work is uh, going uh, in the future. Word. So, um, I know you're a writer and and a producer, uh, and I want to talk about some of your inspirations because, uh, you know, there's there's so much to pull from uh, on in film and television in terms of genre style and you know writing style and all of those things. And I want to talk about like what are some early influences from film and television that inspired you to get into the field. Film and television. Um, whew, you know, uh, growing up, I really didn't concentrate on. Uh, uh, growing up, I watched bad movies. What's a bad action movie? Uh, I want to say Steven Seagal movies. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Steven Seagal movies are are great for the action, horrible for everything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up on that, and I grew up on. Uh, I didn't really watch TV. I didn't really. I wasn't really into media mm-hmm. as a as a child. Uh, I was just more into video games, and and stuff like that. And then I was into social media, and then I got into TV mm-hmm. and in TV and film. So I have had like a lot of catching up to do, but. What really got me, you know, what really, really had me like zoned in, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say, um, just, just why, just, just the, um, I want to say comedy, really, like those mm-hmm. comedic movies back, like those comedic movies was, were, were really funny to me, like the, the Hangover and uh, Superbad, like those wacky movies, yeah. those Adam Sandler movies, those, those movies, you know, those they really, really, I want to say, kind of helped me into my comedy um, and also my networking because Adam, just like, uh, you know, Issa Rae, um, you know, Adam Sandler, he really put his team on. Like, he really, if, you, if you see, like, all damn near every single movie, there's yeah. at least two to five, two to four of his homies. Chris Rock, David Spade, Nick Swartzen. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's like, okay, like, I love this. I Rob love Schneider. <laughs> yeah, like Rob Schneider is like he like even if like you know Rob Schneider in 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 one month Rob Schneider is the main character in a movie, mm-hmm. the next month he is he has like a super small role Word. in an Adam Sandler movie. So Thanks. I really, mm-hmm. really appreciated that. Um and then me, I'm 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 more into the uh I wanna say like I'm more into like action drama or or thriller action thriller or thriller drama um you know growing up i would uh, watch movies with my family and they that's what they they had on so mm-hmm. you know like you know the professional i love the professional it's one of my favorite movies um my all-time favorite movie is the nightmare before christmas awesome my dad that, loves that movie too yeah i think that's <laughs> the movie that defined my style because i like yeah. darkness mm. So um, I want to get back to the darkness tip in a second, but um, something that I was thinking about while you were speaking is uh, you said you didn't get into uh, television until later on and like the, the comedy style, that's when that developed. So um, I'm curious to know, like uh, being a funny guy, was that like something that stuck with you early on in your life? Like growing up, did everybody know you as the, like the funny guy, or, like the class clown or um, what was that experience like? So 
I <laughs> I was a loner slash mm-hmm. slacker. Okay. Um, I knew everybody though, and everybody knew me. I was like, I would, I would like to say that you know, growing up, I'm not growing up, but in in high school, and you know, people knew me. Uh, mm-hmm. People knew of me, and you know, we had a small school, so I, I, it's like almost everybody knew everybody. But me, I, I mostly knew everybody. Um, so no, nah, I was like, but but I was to myself. I was like a loner. Um, I was still trying to find me, um, and I didn't do that until I got to college. Growing up in you know my home household i was always the guy playing tricks on somebody you know practical jokes or some pranks you know that that was that was me so when you started creating content like or when you when you said you was creating content before it was known as content um what was that experience like in, ter- uh, in terms of like what it consisted of Oh, it, me conducting interviews, me okay. doing um, <laughs> documentaries, um, me, you know, putting on events, me, um, I want to say me having fun with Photoshop, doing the Photoshop stuff, like in the early days, um, me creating like, you know, fake music videos, uh, you know, the, the, that was the content right there. I would just, you know, go, we had, we would have, uh, what was it? It was eight floors. Yeah, no, eight or nine floors in the men's dormitory. So I would like, you know, go to different floors and just turn on my camera and, and you know, just flick it up. Uh, excuse me, not flick it up. Turn on my camera and record it up. And mm-hmm. then I was known on campus, on college campus, I was known as a photographer because I took uh, pictures of everybody. So that's how, you know, I got uh, popular. Right. And um, you, I, I'm assuming that you developed your your graphic design skills around the same time. No, that came. Um, so I developed my graphic designing skills. I want to say after college, after mm-hmm. I graduated, so about a year or two, mm-hmm. and that's when I started creating uh, artwork because okay. my, you know, Rec, he, I didn't really like his um, artwork. I mm-hmm. really feel like. You know, it didn't represent him. That's why I didn't like it because I felt like it didn't really represent him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you know, I said, I, I, if I say that I don't like it, then I should do better. So that's when I started creating artwork for him, and then I started creating artwork for a great artist, uh, uh, Creative Gold, from out out from Brownsville. And then Shout I started, Creative Gold. yeah. Uh, then I started creating uh, artwork for. Um, what's that rapper's name? Uh, Dave East. And uh, then I started doing um, artwork for like the game and his artists. So it was like, it was uh, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting and pretty uh, weird. And then I got into logos and flyers and et cetera, et cetera. What's that experience like working with, with, uh, with artists in terms of graphic design? Cause I, I have experienced myself working with artists and um, I know that like, it wasn't, I didn't like it. Like, I didn't like, like, I loved graphic design until I was like, let me apply this to music. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to put that. <laughs> um, working with, just working with artists, period. Yeah. Uh, you have some about, artists, yeah. I learned early that mm-hmm. you, you either accept the bullshit or you, you be better. You, you, you right. leave the bullshit alone. Um, a lot of artists, you know, I won't tarnish their name, but a lot of artists have like that ego. And I'm not talking with graphic designing. I'm talking with like 
events, especially mm-hmm. like when I'm hosting events, when I would host events back in the day, like some artist ego is so weird, you know, you, you would say, yeah. you know, hey, what's up to, to somebody? And then like, you know, their crew would just like, like not assault you, but like move you out the way and shit. Like, yeah. you know, working with artists on the content, it's just, you know, they're late. They don't feel like doing it anymore. Was, yeah, it's a it's a lot, you know. But it if when you do find that artist, or yeah, when you do find that artist that is actually good to you, mm-hmm. definitely treat them uh, kind. You know, definitely treat them kind, and definitely let them know, like, hey, thank you for being kind, because a lot of people really aren't kind in, in you know, the media, the, the music industry, or in media industry. Period. Um. All right, so getting back to this to the darkness tip, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being known as a comedian or a comedy writer, uh, how do you integrate sort of darker elements into into the comedy that, that you choose to write? So my comedy is mainly uh, wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like wacky comedy. My comedy is you, you. Have you ever seen the movie Airplane? Airplane. I don't think I have. So it's a nineteen. 19- I want to say, I forget what year it was, but I know it's, I believe it's 1980, but an uh, airplane would best describe, you know, some of my comedic writing. That TV slash all that era, mm-hmm. you know, that that's my comedy as well when I'm doing okay. uh, different skits. So that's, you know, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that would define my comedy. So like, SNL, how do you feel about like that? It, it sort of uh, in that in that vein. Um, um, I guess hmm, what was the question I was gonna? I was like, I thought I was going somewhere, but then I was like, wait, it's no. okay, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you more more so skits. Um, so how do you feel about SNL? Um, Actually, without you know you know jeopardizing any type of future (laughs) oh i don't give a fuck right Um, either they accept me or they know they won't uh you know um snl has a lot of uh it's a big hit or miss um you know that's it you know growing up you've seen mad tv before correct yes so it was like mad tv was for the black people and then Mm -hmm. snl was for the white people and you know though they i want to say snl has gotten probably like five ten percent uh better uh catering to their black audience mm-hmm. but you know this is like a, a hit or miss like it's a difference between black people comedy and white people comedy like it's a it's a huge it's 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 vastly different like huge it's like it's a big gap so let and, me oh no, so now i was gonna i was just gonna ask you so do you think that some uh, a series like in love and color could exist again today Oh yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, actually, you know, uh, I have a like in my pitch book. I do mm-hmm. have a a pitch for uh, in a uh, living in 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 living color, uh, mm-hmm. you know, thing uh, where I want to like gather all my funny friends together and we can do something like that. I don't, I, I definitely don't see a, a, pro- a problem for it to come back. Now it has to get like you know some funding behind it. Right. That would be amazing. But, you know, other than that, that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you say that would you say that your style of writing 
and your style of comedy is exclusive for film and television? Or do you think that like you could shift it to maybe like collaborate with a comedian and do like a tour or a, a stand up special or something like that? Yeah, I don't do stand up. Okay. I don't do stand up. <laughs> I believe stand up is like comedy is the uh to me personally i want to say comedy is one of the hardest things to do because you have to make people laugh and you don't mm -hmm. know like especially these days you don't know what's sensitive to a person you don't know what's rude to a person you don't know if what what's like just boring to a person so if you can like you're in you know when you're doing stand-up you're literally performing in front of strangers and you don't know what they're gonna laugh at, but you just have to run with them, your material. Mm -hmm. You know, that I think comedy is extremely hard. Like comedy is much more harder than drama. Comedy is much more uh, uh, harder than than action. Like, you know, though though you, you can get hurt when you're mm -hmm. doing those stunts, but you can keep doing it over and over again. With comedy, with stand-up, it's like, you really got one time. Yeah. And that's it. Like you really have one impression and you know that's it yeah you tell somebody you can make them laugh and they don't they're not they're not looking for you to try to make them exactly and laugh then, then people are gonna be like oh no nah, he's not funny like right, right. Like, <laughs> which is crazy but right. you know it's, it's how we live it is it is um okay so i want to get into hello white people because that was a very dope series um and i know that you collaborated with snapchat on that right Yes, uh, shout out to my my brother, my best friend, my I love this man, um, Orlando. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Orlando, uh, Orlando Roy. He he took um, Hello White People to another level. He's like, yeah, we collaborated on Snapchat um, for more funding and for a more push and broader audience, a bigger audience, and you know, it's it's amazing. Well, speak about the inception of it also. So we did, you know, at first it was like a YouTube series and then mm -hmm. it became a podcast and then it became like a live show. And then, okay. um, excuse me, not a podcast, an audio project. And then mm -hmm. it became like, you know, a game show on Clubhouse. So, and then, you know, Snapchat. Mm -hmm. So, and then the brand, because we had sold t-shirts. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Very dope. Very dope. And you're, and what? How how would you describe your experience uh, just filming in, in general? <laughs> you know, so, some white people are <laughs> bold. That is something I can say. So why some white people are bold, mm -hmm. some white people are reserved, and some white people, well, a few white people will tell the truth. Right. Um, let's get into your peers, right? Because peers are always important to have, um, especially in like show business and stuff like that. And I want to, I just want to know, uh, how do peers influence your work or, um, how do they help in your journey to success rather? Oh, my credit to all my peers. So without them supporting me, nobody will support me. Um, you know, it's it's not a. I'm not saying I'm thankful for their cosign. Mm -hmm. I am, but you know, uh, it's like without. Uh, it's like um, you know, if you go, if you walk into a restaurant and you try the soup and you say, "Wow, this soup is amazing!" Mm -hmm. I need to tell people about this. And you bring yeah. one person to try the soup, and that person says, "Yeah, people need to see this." And then two becomes four, four becomes eight, et cetera, et cetera. So 
that's how it was with me and, and my peers. You know, my peers put me on to their peers and their peers put me on to theirs and they, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I definitely, when it comes to, you know, people supporting me, um, my peers supporting me, I definitely, definitely owe it to um, the people that I met when I first came uh, back to New York City. Mm-hmm. And what year was that, by the way? I, I, yeah, graduated 2013, May 15th, uh, 13th. So I came home, I want to say May, June, June. I came home back in June. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I kind of, I'm, I'm curious to know the, your experience so far as a writer. You know, um, you have a lot of production credits in terms of producing graphics, producing content. But writing is something that like um, you can either do by yourself, like you can uh, sit in a room by yourself and write all day, or you can collaborate with different people. And, you know, uh, the process is uh, is often um, extenuating. So I want to speak about your journey as a writer and like how how you've developed uh, your writing style over the years. So. I owe it all. Uh, you know, at first I was just writing. At first I wasn't even writing. I was, mm-hmm. uh, um, I was just doing it. I was mm-hmm. just, it was just an on camera or a thing. I was just thinking of an idea, uh, think of an idea and then I would just do it. Right. I credit all my writing to Latasha Mercer. Latasha Mercer is one of the greatest writers of this, uh, this decade. Um, she literally gave me everything that I know. She taught me everything that I know. Like I literally every single thing from mm-hmm. how to, from, I want to say, uh, how to just start with an idea, how to do an outline, definitely a credit. I want to say 90, 100% of my, uh, you know, the ability to write to Latasha Merce. And then came uh, Moon Ferguson and then came uh, Shania Banton um, mm-hmm. in, in, I know I'm missing somebody. Oh Lord, she's gonna kill me. Shayla, Shayla. Forgot mm-hmm. for, I forgot her last name, but definitely Shayla. Um, you know those women. Uh, they definitely taught me how to write. They told me my my writing was shit without them even looking at it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely credit them, and that's and I've been crediting you know women, uh, I, you know women uh, for all my success. Right, and just to stay on that for a little bit, since um, you you've credited so many women to your success. I just want you to touch on like making women laugh, especially in comedy and like the, the talent that goes into that because, you know, everybody thinks it's so easy to just make people laugh, but like- Yeah, you're right about that. Even, even, even making women laugh can like, is this, that's a whole talent in itself. And I wanna just, you know, uh, when you're bouncing ideas off of people, do, do, you, uh, all, do you, would you rather go to a guy or, or, or a woman? Oh, um, it doesn't matter. I just would rather, I rather, yeah, it doesn't matter of the gender. I'd rather just go to someone that uh, is, would, would understand the joke. Right. Because I can't tell, a, uh, I can't tell a, a, a game, uh, a video game joke to uh, someone that just focuses on air. So I would right. go to somebody that plays video games. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, with me, with when I'm testing my um, my content and testing my projects out, I'm genderless. I'm I'm very very genderless. 
Okay. But um, you might still get different types of responses uh, from the same piece of content from both genders, correct? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, I want to say women definitely uh, <laughs> give me better tips. Okay. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. And um, yeah, I think that we can we can fast forward up to 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 now and uh, talk about like what you're working on and uh, what's how how um, how did the pandemic treat you first and foremost? Uh, the pandemic did a number on me, man. I couldn't go out, couldn't create. I, I didn't know who had what. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. I I really missed going outside and doing mm-hmm. what I had to do. I was on a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could have, I was working at Fuse and I was planning on moving to California. So, oh, wow. you know, that fell through. And <laughs> I got so, yeah. So, you know, our pandemic took me really horrible. Mm-hmm. How did it, how did it uh, change your process as a creative? If it did, if, if it did. Yeah. So right now I'm going through a, what they call a, um, I forgot. It's like when it's like a burnout. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm going through a, through a burnout because I did so much, and then I had stops, and I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So like now I'm trying to like you know pick things back up. Right now, currently I am working with a, a model name. Uh, well, excuse me. Yeah, she technically she is a model, but a model name a model producer named Brittany. Um, we're working on a, a nice short, a horror short right now. Uh, I'm writing it as the days go by and I have a I'm looking for a producer for my own personal project uh, right now that's another short film that I plan to take to uh, the Oscars oh dope festivals yeah very dope Mm -hmm. thank you Uh, so you're working on this short and um you know now that we're sort of transitioning out of this this low period uh how do you see you know your um how do you see yourself moving for moving forward like out of the pandemic you know because every i feel like everybody has big plans and mm, i don't know about this man i don't, I don't know man it's, <laughs> the, the pan- it's okay to like not it's pandemic, okay to not know yeah i don't know man i feel like the <laughs> pandemic is going to be here to stay i think okay i think we got another what 2022 mm-hmm. the way things are going right now I think, uh, you know, 2024, 2025 is going to be promising for a lot, a lot of us. Very dope. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's pretty much it. I think I got everything, you know, this has, been, this, is, this, is, this has been this has been this has been this has been dope. And I look forward to seeing a lot more of your work. Uh, I really appreciate like you, the effort that you put into your craft, because, you know, it doesn't, it's not a small feat to be uh, in comedy. It's not a small feat to be a writer in show business and produce your own content and things like that. That's what kind of attracted me to you in the first place. Thank you. And, um, you know, I just wish the best for your career moving forward. And um, I'll I'll be continuing to look, uh, look at you do dope, very dope things. Thank you, man. I really, really appreciate you. And thank you for just giving me the the time. I did not expect this at all. Uh, I appreciate you for real, for real. <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt, man. I just like my goal with this platform is to to connect with as many people as possible 
and just give them the opportunity to speak about, you know, their experience with their work. Cause a lot of people get like, a lot of people spend so much time working and they don't get to talk about the process of working. You damn right about that. <laughs> you are a hundred percent correct about that. Mi amigo. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and me, me personally, like I find myself like going to my friends to talk about certain things and they just they don't care. <laughs> so it's like why don't i why don't i give somebody the opportunity to come vent to me on my shit like <laughs> man i appreciate you for real man I, I really do appreciate you of course of course so um how about we let the people know where they can find you on the internet uh every everywhere is uh funny julius everything funny julius you can catch me on tiktok at funny julius too because some idiot uh, <laughs> funny julius so funny julius too on tiktok but funny julius everywhere Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And as always, guys, you can uh, find everything versus my history related at versus my subscribe to the members only tier to get my archive of interviews. Uh, follow versus my history on Twitter at VS history and on Instagram and the fan base app at versus my history. And I will catch you beautiful black people at the next episode.